0: Hi, everybody, Glenn here, and we're doing a special tonight. Actually, we're doing it as a Facebook Live in the auditor room, but if you're listening to this, you probably didn't get to watch it. So, hi, auditors. Thank you so much for joining us. And I have some special guests here tonight who you heard on the Horses in the Morning last week in their debut hosting performance. <laughs> uh, we have Brittany and Jan here from Sidelines Magazine. Hi, guys. Hi. hi. So... I'm going to give an insight. We're going to meet you guys and talk more about you guys and get to meet you. That was one of the requests we had from our focus group. But Jan, we were recording. We're going to throw Brittany under the bus here a little bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. We were recording your first episode and Brittany started this amazing story. And in the middle of it, she says, "Cut! Oh, that's boring." And we're both like, "No, no. don't do that. <laughs> Tell the story." And it, right. guys who listen to that show know it was the story about selling your bikes and about the gateses and all of that stuff. And that's the most commented thing that we yeah. had from the focus group. Yeah, so,
1: I noticed that right away.
0: <laughs> so oh, part man. of part of what we uh, what we talk about is that. You know, these listeners, especially the, the listeners that are listening now, they're our super fans. You know, they really are invested in the hosts. So people come for the content, but they stay for the hosts. And nobody believes me when I, they first start hosting. And you didn't either, Brittany. Be honest. You didn't believe me. Uh, but that <laughs> well, I was believe a good it, le- not most people. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, an important lesson to learn, though, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was cool. I'm, I'm excited.
0: Well, Brittany, that was an amazing story. And uh, tell everybody what you told us as soon as we stopped recording is that you have gotten a new bike now.
2: Yes, this last summer, I finally bought it been 20 years, but I bought my first bike in 20 years and uh, been loving it. You know, I Were got you a little... little
0: rickety when you rode the first. Time? Oh,
2: man, it's actually kind of funny. My a bunch of girlfriends uh invited me they're like hey you should come mountain biking with us I was like I don't have a bike they're like oh we got a bike you just come on you know just come I was like all right cool I don't know what made me think I could go mountain biking <laughs> my first time out after having not ridden a bike at all in 20 years okay like they put me on this bike that was like a really nice it was like a four thousand dollar mountain bike and I was way in the back of everyone because <laughs> not because like my legs weren't strong enough because like that was totally fine i couldn't get the thing to stay in the trail i kept like going all over the place you know i kept running into the edges and like oh man i only toppled over twice and uh it was very slow controlled sort of
0: you know, crashes
2: yes falling Wait, over
0: you are closer to ground than on a horse though so there's oh, that yeah yeah, yeah.
2: that's <laughs> good yeah. there is that but also the bike has no sense of self-preservation that's so, true <laughs> I noticed that very quickly, yes. And the
0: roots and the rocks don't care about your bike either. No. Right. No. They
2: they don't. The tires <laughs> don't even try. Especially like on a four thousand dollar mountain bike. It should at least try to stay <laughs> where I'm pointing it. You know?
0: Like it is counting on you for a little bit of help along the way.
2: Yeah, like it wouldn't even stay in the track. Like, oh my goodness, <laughs> that's
1: funny.
0: Uh, Kimberly says, "Love the first show, so good! Yay! I'm so excited that you guys are on board." And uh, this is something that Jan and I talked about about ten years ago, <laughs> yep. and we've been we've been at it every we've been talking about it every year for like ten years. And yep. then I saw these guys at AHP, and I said, "Oh, I saw Jan at HP. You weren't there, right, Brittany? You weren't at HP? or did no. I just miss you?" Okay, no, next haven't next year. Yet. Lexington, we'll have to get her to Lexington. Oh, man, so I love to, yeah. Um, but i saw Jan and, and that's when we seriously started talking about it again. Right. It was yeah, was it it was at, it was at uh, Dallas. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, San Antonio. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. San Antonio. Yeah. Yep, all I remember is the amazing steak I had the one night. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I remember. <laughs> So let's meet you guys. Uh, first of all, we talked a little bit about sidelines magazine the other day on the show. And as I said, most of these people have listened to that. So, uh, let's talk about you personally, Jan, were you a horse person? What was the scoop?
1: Yep. I got my first, um, riding lesson when I was five years old, but, uh, I was born in Oklahoma. And my mom said, I think we had like an Indian chief that lived next door. That's what my mom said. And he had a horse. And from the time I was like one, I was obsessed with the guy's horse. Um, you
0: were riding so, with an Indian chief when you were on. Yeah, alone? I don't
1: think I rode with him. It's because <laughs> we moved to um, Maryland and uh, when I was five, and that's where I started taking riding lessons. on so my first pony named Toby.
0: Toby, English or Western? English. English. And then, well,
1: you know, I don't know if the, Toby had a saddle at that point. Um, <laughs> it was just in some girl's backyard. Uh, but then by the time we moved to Florida, I um, started taking English riding lessons. And I was about 10. I got my first pony when I was 10. But my first pony was not like any time. It wasn't I was not into the show world at that time. Um, my the lady. Oh, I went down the street because um, a girl in my was in my class and I guess I was in fourth or fifth grade. And um, she said, oh, my sister is selling her pony and he, he's a hundred dollars and you can keep him at the barn right down the street. And I said, okay, I'll go ask my parents. And I don't know what obsessed what possessed my parents to give me a hundred dollars, other than they knew I wouldn't have to, they weren't gonna pay for riding lessons anymore. I either could have <laughs> the pony or keep taking riding lessons, which I guess were more expensive. So I bought this pony for a hundred dollars. He was a little half Welsh pony, meanest thing on the planet would bite you and kick oh, you. Man. But I loved him. His name was Geronimo, and I called him Mo.
0: Did you get Um, dumped every other day?
1: Oh, all the time. And um, (laughs) when I, when my parents finally, I finally outgrew him and got a horse. But when I, um, my parents moved out of their house, the house that we lived in in Tampa for like 40 years in the garage. I must have been, when my dad was working in the garage, I must have been up sitting under the workbench. Because all underneath the workbench with a marker is um, the, like I scratched into the wood, I love Mo it was all under the workbench oh that was my start
0: when did you start showing
1: um really not till college a little bit in high school but really not till college um and then i did eventing and hunter jumpers and um then by the time i moved graduated from college um then i started showing I Were needed to have a-, a job that was paying me money to show, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Were yeah. you a journalist all along?
1: Yeah, I got a degree in journalism from University of Florida, and uh, then we moved to South Carolina where I had a little horse farm and taught riding lessons and went to the, all the shows and then moved to South Florida, had my first horse farm in uh, Fort Lauderdale, and then moved to Wellington. Fort and Lauderdale? Then Are there any when... farms
0: left in Fort Lauderdale anymore?
1: um out in the there's a place called Southwest ranches and then there's a place called davy so yeah. yeah they're still there more
0: toward the swamp more toward the everglades yeah yeah, yeah. A matter of fact, if you ever go down that way, and if you go over toward those places, literally one side of the road will be horse farms, and the other side will be alligators and snakes. I mean, that's yeah. uh, that's the dividing line. Is there's a road? Yeah. One side's the Everglades, and one side's <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, horse even farms. even
1: my farm in Wellington, we were on two canals, like um you know the the land had a canal on one side and a canal on the other side and the other side was like a road and the other side was other property and um the barn was very close to the canal it was, it was a long center aisle barn and back when you went out in the back of it you were kind of by the canal and the giant iguanas would come up there all the time and they'd hiss at us we'd have to chase, uh, chase them away with pitchforks <laughs>
0: it was like did you ever no have gators on. come up to the barn no,
1: I don't yeah. know why, but the iguanas, I guess, wanted food. I don't really know what the iguanas wanted.
0: <laughs> they're huge down them. there, too. They are really no, big. No, didn't ask
1: them. And they would spook the horses in the ring because we'd be. I'd be teaching riding lessons, and the ring was on the edge of the two canals. I mean, where there was a fence, but they would jump up from the, uh, or like climb up the bank and then jump into the ring.
0: And that? they'll be like two feet long. They're huge. Those oh, they're big wow. huge. And they, yeah.
1: I mean, huge. I don't mean, think yeah. two feet small. I think they were like three feet, and they had these tails, and they were scary. Anyway. <laughs> they come in
0: colors, too. They come in different colors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Orange
1: and green. Yeah. They were yeah. orange and green.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they climb the trees, and you'll be walking along, and you'll look up, and there'll be a <laughs> two-foot iguana right above your head. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy wow. stuff. Welcome to Florida, everybody. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, the only place that has more things that are trying to kill you is Australia. In Florida, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, there everything's trying to kill you. Yeah, um. Spiders and all that, snakes, yeah. 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 So, Brittany, did you, when did you start uh, doing the horse thing?
2: Uh, you know, I was actually always obsessed with horses from the time I was little. Little, even though I had, I lived in a, I mean, a pretty big suburby city. My parents are from California, kind of city slickers, so nobody, they didn't have any association with horses, so. I want to say my very first was my eighth birthday party. My mom like hired a trail ride for my birthday party, you know, so we got to go do that. I didn't really get into horses. I took a handful of lessons here and there. We, my city's slicker parents bought like two acres and thought that they knew everything. And then they, my dad, we went, there was a livestock auction went back when there were livestock auctions. Uh, and uh, they, we bought a cup. We tried a couple of horses. One was this, uh, like a two-year-old mare, like Greenbroke. That's brilliant, you know, for somebody who hasn't yep. had any horse Green on green
0: makes black and blue. Yep, yep, yep. that's exactly <laughs> what
2: happened. And uh, that didn't work out well. And then we bought another horse that was like, we went the opposite direction and got a really old horse that like the nine-year-old was riding around at the auction, you know. Uh, he was great for about, you know, two weeks. until the drugs wore off. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> oh
0: no. He was,
2: well, yeah, I had to sell him to, you know, a little kid who could, up on it because he would like you could throw a rope around his neck and any little kid could go ride him around as long as you weren't putting any pressure on his back so Mm. uh yeah so that didn't go well and then after after uh after college i was working retail and had a pretty interesting story about just uh you know want was trying to figure out what to do with my life and i was like get horses in your life it's like all right so i started taking lessons at a hunter jumper barn and uh that actually led to winning an all expense paid VIP trip to WEF. Um, that was a, kind of a life changer. That's how I found out about sidelines and this yeah. whole career. Field. Is that how you and, found
0: out and actually ended up eventually getting this gig? Was, it is. All expense paid yes. trip?
1: Yes. And did, didn't you start just as an intern?
2: I did. Yes. Yeah, yep. Like I got that. hired. Well, it's it's actually kind of funny because I, um, I first I emailed just anybody whose name I could find. It was probably AHP's website that I found and I emailed a whole bunch of people and a few people got back to me and one of them turned out to be not even Jan, but a writer for Sidelines. Yeah. And she was so funny. She tried to put me through all these hoops. She was like, well, if you write me a 300 word essay on why you deserve to write for Sidelines, I will forward your stuff to my editor. And I was like, no, <laughs> thanks. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> i i was like no thank you she's like are you sure i was almost gonna send this oh i no no and then she was like oh i sent this stuff already are you sure i can i'll tell her not to worry about it i was like whatever so <laughs> i jumped through her hoops and uh yeah eventually and here you and are Howard assistant editor
0: now <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> <I> Work <laughs> my way
2: up oh so, yeah
0: what are your favorite stories to cover uh britney um I mean, we obviously talked about the Gates story, but what are, is a certain kind, do you like doing the, uh, you know, do you like doing the puff, what we used to call in the old days, the puff pieces, right? Uh, Or do you like doing the hard hitting stories?
2: I, I probably like uh, the really human stories. Yeah. Like, Yeah. uh, yeah. Like, I really like when somebody has, uh, just something that's really relatable, or something that's just really admirable. I really like trying to bring out those characteristics that you know I would want to emulate. Like, I'm really excited. Our next—am um, I allowed to say who's on the next cover?
0: <laughs> this is private. Nobody. Knows. This is.
2: <laughs> I know, but yeah, you better not. Possible. You'll be getting in
0: trouble. You're going to get in <laughs> but, trouble.
2: Well, know. can I say it's? It has a family focus, and yeah. I'm really excited. We've never, uh, to my knowledge, we've never had a whole family on the cover, right? And so I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm a family. Person myself, I'm a big believer kids? in families. I do. I have a three year old girl.
0: Oh, cool. And,
2: uh, yep, yeah, she's. Is yeah. she in the ponies? Oh, yes. Jan yeah. makes sure of that. She has her, a How whole many stable ponies Have I, I sent think her. we're at seven right now. Yeah. She's got seven just from Jan. Yep. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, but yeah. every
1: year, Glenn, um, Brittany has won for the past many years the animal human bond story for AHP every year.
0: So she's the one hogging that award.
1: Yes, yeah, she is. But <laughs> yeah. we're no, happy. Sci-fi no, I have
2: one it won every year. I won it this year, but last year it wasn't that one. It was the oh, the public, public awareness. awareness one? Yeah, the public because yeah. I but like you won really one of like either of those. Stories, so those are yeah.
1: those are the stories you definitely excel at. Yeah, and those so, are what people like to read. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, tell us about your number one story from last year. Uh, you always do an article about the number one sto- story, number t- top 10, I guess. Yeah. What was the number one story in Sidelines in 2021?
1: Uh, it was a story on Davy Jones from the Monkees. He has four daughters and it was a story on his daughters. So we called it Hey, Hey, We're the Daughters. Um, <laughs> and Which I uh, thought
0: was a really clever title. It was really you. good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was Jan. That yeah. was me. If it's corny, it's me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all the headlines that are corny are me. Um,
0: it was a great article. I didn't know any of that.
1: Yeah. So do you, I don't know if you remember, because I can remember clearly one day see, hearing the news that he, David Jones was riding, he got off a horse and just like dropped out of a heart attack. And he was like right. er, early 60s or something.
0: Yeah. He wasn't that old.
1: And he was a vegetarian and fit and the whole thing. I know. I know. So I didn't know that later, I didn't know either about his daughters. Um, but one of our writers, her name is Kimberly Gatto. She's written probably 15 books and she's um, always researching. And I guess she started researching. She'd reads like, uh, writes, um, uh, they're not fiction. They're, you know, about like different horse people and that kind of thing. And she, I guess, had uh, found out about the daughters, how Davy had left all these horses and they were taking care of them. Um, I thought the daughters so, would
0: be older, actually, when I saw the picture. Yeah. I don't i don't know why but i maybe he started later i don't know i, I don't know i thought well, the daughters he was 60, be
1: yeah because they're in their 30s easily maybe older
0: yeah some of them look younger i think that's yeah maybe what yeah. it is anyway um younger. it was a great
1: story everybody loved it and the best part was that um i can't remember who shared it mickey Dolans, maybe from the monkeys one of those guys shared it and uh it kind of went everywhere so that was good. how
0: many of those guys are left can't be, many, you know. One right? of them just
1: died. Um, right. I yeah. Uh, Michael Nesbitt just died like a a month ago or something. Yeah. 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 Um, I think only two are left now. I could be wrong. We need to Google we're that. We're losing
0: all the Beatles and the monkeys. We're, I know. <laughs> and yeah. every comedian. We're losing them too, left and right here. It's so sad. Yeah. So it's so sad. So what do you? Uh, so Jan, you've been doing. How long have you been at sidelines? Since 2004. <clears throat> what are your favorites? If you, I know you're going to hate this question. <laughs> uh, Cause I hate it too. Um, but I'll ask you anyway. So if you could pick out a story, the one that just stands out from all those years. Wow, well, there's a lot of stories.
1: Um, I mean, I'm going to go with the one that won last year, the our animal human bond or story about the girl that um, had only one, arm she caught a virus one of those like flesh-eating viruses and it ate her i mean she lost both legs and one arm and she still rides and she rides dressage i mean it's not you know it's it's how many people could survive that and still be like okay i'm gonna get on a horse Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and keep working she still works at a tractor supply Supply, really Yeah.
1: yeah yeah um so, but I mean, of that course, I cool love story. I love those kind of stories. Um, well, and, and the Sidelines
0: story... is re- really good at those kind of stories too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we do the cover all the people that show in the horse show world, but those kind of stories is you know that's where we get a lot of attention. In fact, this year, Brittany was it last year? I guess it was last year. Uh, you did the story on the little girl who got cancer, and oh, yeah. the Cornell equestrian team adopted her. Um, and was with her for two years through the whole cancer journey. She's in remission now, but that's a great story too. Like, I love that story. So we really, cause we really do call ourselves like the people magazine of the horse world. So we're looking while well, we do. I think it's on.
0: a tiny bit classier than the actual People magazine. It but. is true. That is true. Right? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Brittany doesn't look like a People magazine assistant editor to me, <laughs> or maybe but she does. I don't do know. We stories on also so. regular people, so you know, out there in
1: the horse world.
0: So one of the comments we got from the uh, from the focus group was. Oh, that must have sucked doing an interview of your own boss on the first episode. I that's Because yeah. you guys did. You did your boss in the first episode. So uh, I'm going to ask Brittany first. Uh, were you a little nervous?
2: I was terrified. I've never even talked to him. Like, I think the closest communication I've had with him is we had when COVID first hit, we were supposed to have like a big thing at Kentucky. We were going to get together at Kentucky. So instead, we did like a whole sidelines team Zoom call. And I think that's the only. interaction that I've had with him and it was everybody so it wasn't like just me so yeah I was oh and
1: yeah Brittany remember he thought you were like 40 year old woman I know (laughs) and then he saw he saw your
0: Brittany (laughs) looks like 18 so there's (laughs) there's that
2: I know I've looked 18 since I was like 12 everybody thought I was older when I was 12 and then I hit 18 and
0: You must get carded all the time. (laughs) If
2: if I drank, I would.
0: (laughs) 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 So, yeah, I figured you were kind of nervous. Now, Jan didn't seem nervous at all. She didn't seem to care (laughs) about that interview.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, she didn't care. She's good friends with Bob, and they talk all the time. And, you know, she says, like she says, and like there was another comment that, that, you know, she loved Bob. Everybody loves Bob. So
0: Yeah, he was a nice guy. Now, I had never met Bob I've never talked to Bob, but and I was busting his chops pretty good before we started, and that was just to get everybody to relax. That was just that was great. Yeah, <laughs> it's my job to get everybody to relax before we start. Um, so, how hard was it while well, she's getting set up there? How okay, hard sorry, was have it? Sorry, I my camera, my phone in. That's all right. How hard was it doing your first hosting job? Um,
1: <laughs> I think we. <laughs> needed to practice a little more
2: <laughs> yeah maybe or less you, I don't know you know the
0: he, <laughs> you know practice isn't it it's just doing it you know it, it's doing it over and over and over again and and just getting used to doing it right it's like yeah. anything else you know it, it is Glenn, like anything
2: <laughs> you know what i realized right after we finished recording yeah when i listen to podcasts I have the speed cranked up to, like, 1.3 or
0: 1.5. I can't that do it. It drives me nuts. It's
2: probably why I was talking so fast, because it was like, podcast, podcast talk fast.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to stop you a couple of times, because you were talking at 90 miles an hour. And I, I do that, too. But I was going to stop you a couple of times. But when it's your first time, that just makes you more self-conscious. Yeah. So I just chose not to. And I figured that you're going to get better with that over time, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, you will get better with that. And Jamie talks fast sometimes, too. I mean, she can get talking fast, too. And she was in radio for 10 years. So uh, you guys did great for your first time. You really did. You. I mean, I try and relax you and get you comfortable, you know, but you did great your first time. Oh thank uh, you. You. You do get better at. Yeah, I mean you get better at it and you get you just relax and you, you you and once you start to relax you even have more fun, right? I mean Well,
1: we're definitely going to practice reading the commercials before next time.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we we still suck at commercials too sometimes. Carol says I have a funny story about how I found sidelines magazine. I have a good friend whose daughter is a Girl Scouts and was selling magazines for a fundraiser and I saw sidelines and ordered it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There's your wow, there's your awesome. one Girl Scout order that you got. <laughs> Who knew <laughs> it was Carol. <laughs> that's pretty cool, Carol. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys ever I mean, you do cover in the winter you cover a lot of Wellington stuff because that's where right. people are, you know, O'Cala yeah. down here too. Do you ever come down?
1: Um, I'm coming down in a couple of weeks. Are you? And yeah. um I lived there for years and years and years. Um and Brittany, you've only been there once, right? On your yep, trip that I you just, won.
2: Yep, that one trip that I won. I was there for three, two or three days, and I've never been back. It's a little hard to travel with a three-year-old. So
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what we tell everybody, and let's see if Jan backs me up on this. When you go to Ocala's Ocala, and it's just like any other town, really. It's kind of Ocala, you know. There's lots of horses right. around, and it's it's Ocala. But when you go to Wellington, it's just different. When <laughs> you drive into Wellington, it has a different feel. It has a different energy. And after about three or four days, I want to leave Wellington. I don't really want to hang around. Am I wrong? Am I the only one that feels that way?
1: No, I think that's correct. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is it oh. about Wellington? It's just a feel. It's weird.
1: Um, well, I mean, I think Emma? I know the real the answer <laughs> Yeah, <the> You <money.
0: laughs> can't say it here. But it is. There is a feel. Anybody that goes to Wellington, if you go for your first time, you will you'll come away saying the same thing I am. It's just it has a feel. It just has a feel. I, I don't know how else to say it, especially yeah. if you go to the barns and you go. It's just an energy and it's like a thousand miles an hour. That's yeah. part of it. If you're yeah. going to go to over to if you go over to the show jumping grounds, especially at any time during the day or evening, it's different. We were you know, we've been out of whack here at World Question Center now you know, we've been out there, we stop out there sometimes almost every weekend to watch whatever's going on, right? Uh-huh. And it just is so relaxed and so laid back and, you know, so freaking gorgeous. Um, and th- But it's completely different feel as when you go down to a place like uh, like WEF and you go down there and the energy is just so chaotic, I think, is yeah. what makes it that way.
1: I think that's it. It's, it's going a million miles an hour. <clears throat> and um, if you go out to the ring, people are just on and off horses. And it, yeah, it's that.
0: I think it is. Yeah. yeah. And there's only so much that you can go and go, whew. <laughs>
1: I'm, yeah.
0: I'm ready for my little country life in Ocala, which is yeah. changing now, too.
1: I, uh, yeah. well,
0: now, your one sponsor down there, your title sponsor, was a real estate agent. I imagine he's doing, excuse me, pretty well in this marketplace in Wellington right now.
2: Yeah, he had his best year. He had his best year ever last year. He did 26 million dollars in sales last year.
0: <laughs> oh, that's one house. That was one house <laughs> in Wellington. Yeah.
1: yeah, he he probably likes that buzz of Wellington. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think he likes oh, it just fine. It. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Those yeah. guys what a lot of people don't realize too is a lot of those guys those real estate agents down there also handle the rentals. So if you come yeah. in for a season, they'll handle that so that the owner You don't ever see the owner basically uh and it's the real estate agent that handles that too and i'll give you a clue some people down there that i know were paying 25 (laughs) to 30 thousand dollars a month for the barn they were renting yeah that's Uh, real it is crazy money it's just well i will
1: tell you that um a year or two ago somebody wanted to run an ad um in the magazine for a rental and it was just a classified ad
0: hey and there's the little one
1: there's aurora it was just a classified ad and the in the copy it said um, $30,000 a month and i emailed her back and i did i said did you mean 3000 and she's like no i meant 30 hi aurora
0: but is that aurora is a great name i love that this name
2: aurora do you want to say hi to everybody <laughs> No, no, <laughs> well, I don't know what happened, but she came up crying. She was uh, she was watching
1: a show downstairs.
0: Well, we're going to wrap this up here pretty soon, too. Uh, so Jan, where can everybody find the magazine?
1: Uh, sidelinesmagazine.com online, uh, in lots and lots of tax stores. Uh, we also have a digital app, you can put that on your phone, it's free at the it, app store.
0: Is there a podcast tab there yet? There is, it, it's there on is? the website. Yeah. Okay, yep, good. Sure good. And you'll be here with us the first Thursday of every month. So you'll be right. back again in February. And I'm looking forward to whatever guests you have. So that'll be fun. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We really appreciate it. And uh, it's been it's been fun so far, and I'm sure it'll continue to be fun. And, and somebody learned an important lesson her first time out hosting. <laughs> <so>. Yeah. <laughs> Yes,
2: I did. Lots more stories. Lots more stories.
0: Yeah, I bet you have stories too. Oh, I do. I, <laughs> I really bet do. you do. <laughs> you have to make sure she gets to Lexington next year for the uh, HP conference. We need I to know. have. We need to take her out. We need to yeah, go out. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me just explain, Brittany. There's every, all those serious, you know, those ser- <laughs> and Jan will back this up. All those serious people that do journalism. At all of the tables toward the front, mm-hmm. and then us podcasters who are rowdy and noisy and loud, <laughs> we are in the tables in the back, <laughs> and they all stare at us. So I will say that we're the fun tables in the back. Uh,
1: yeah, I'll sit so. with you guys. Yeah, take yeah, yeah. myself too seriously. Jane
0: will attest to that. I don't know what it is. We just like to talk. We're yeah, podcasters.
1: I not in the front either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were right beside us actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They, we were getting glares, though, that night. We finally all just left the award ceremony early because we were being glared at so much. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we're the, I'm surprised she even lets me back, to be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you both. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, okay, Thanks, bye. everybody, for listening. Okay,
1: thanks. Bye, bye Laura.